They do an amazing job. I, you guys may be seated if you can, because of my title, my message, let's have church. Let's have church. Come on. I came to a place that, that I know that I, when I come home, I'm having church. Where I have church, where I experience, where people get healed. The church where I come, where I see people been delivered from all kinds of things. I, I, I know where I came to have church. Let us have church. How many are you excited about what God is doing? How many of you have been experienced the full force blessing? Come on, I've been going everywhere with Pastor Edgy. Too bad I couldn't go to Hawaii, but that's next year I'm going. Come on. He's out there getting filled with the Holy Ghost, and God is doing something and letting this family experience. And I called him, I talked to him when we were in Texas. I said, Pastor, whatever you need, I'm here. And I, I came to let us, I want the, the people of God to let us have church today. Because I believe that God is trying to do something in, a, in this atmosphere and in our lives. Uh, this is a season where God is going to do more than what you can, man, you can't even imagine what he's going to do. I'm telling you, be ready to expect what God is going to do because he's going to do something new. Come on, how many need something new in their lives? How many need that overflowing? I need that overflowing. God has been stepping me into a new season where, where it's a full of joy. Come on, and I know that there's a devil that's trying to stop me, but I got God on my side who can be against me. I, I got no weapon. I don't need to be formed. It's going to be formed. See, sometimes I become the weapon. But you know, I got to put that weapon down and let God do what he's going to do in our lives. Come on. Get excited with me. Let's have church. Because we come to a place where you're going to get healed today. Some of you that are, are broken, somebody that needs a, a touch from God. I, I have the anointing that God has given me. There's anointing upon my life that someone's going to get healed today. Someone's going to get delivered today. Come on, we got to experience the church as when they did back in the days. Come on, we have to experience the same thing. We serve the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He ain't changed. We just the ones that are changing. The book of Matthews 16, verse 13. Go there with me. Come on, if you, I want you guys to be excited because we're going to have some church today. Come on, we're going to have some real Holy Ghost fire in this place. I felt it. On the way here, I felt it. I know the devil was trying to stop us. Uh, even, this, even the devil tried to, uh, my son got in a car accident. Somebody hit him. I said, oh, man, come on, devil, you're a liar. You better come up with some better tricks than that. Come on. You better, you better come up with something better because I, I, I'm still going to do what God called me to do. You better do something uh, uh, something else, devil, because that, that ain't going to work. I, I, I come to preach. I, I come to share the word. I ain't going to allow nothing to stop what God is doing. Here in the scripture says, he asked his disciples, say, who do men say that I am? The son of man am. So they said, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah are the ones who are the one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, said to him, you are the Christ. The son of the living God, Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon. I don't know the rest of it, so don't worry about it. You know what you read it. Come on. For the flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. 
And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And says 19 says, and I will give you the keys. Come on. He's going to give us some keys to the kingdom of heaven. And that whoever will bind, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loosen on earth shall be loosened in heaven. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you. I pray, God, that you would just give me clarity and understanding, God. I, I know, God, that you have set me aside, and I know that the anointing is upon me, and I pray that you would use me as the vessel, as a tool right now to share your word, God, with your people, God. And I pray the church would be steered up. I pray that the church would be encouraged, God. I pray, God, that your word, Father, God, would be transformed, God, the lives and renew them, Father. In Jesus' name, we all say amen and amen. I, I, I see the scripture. I love the scripture. Because right here you see that Jesus even asked, who do you say that I am? Who do you say that Jesus is? I'm going to tell you about the Jesus that I serve. The, the Jesus that I serve delivered me from a drug addiction and gang life. The Jesus that I served healed me and restored me and gave me life that I shouldn't have today. He's given me something that I've never experienced. He's given me love. Come on. He's giving me purpose. He's given me vision. Who do you say that Jesus is in your life? Who is the God that you say that, that you serve? I, I, I want to experience what they experienced back in the days in, in the book of Acts chapter 2. I want to experience the, the movement of God. I want to experience how 3,000 people got saved and came to the church. Come on. I, that's what kind of church I want to have. I want to experience what God begins to move and brings back the backslider, brings back my family, restores and does more things. That's the kind of church I want. This is the church that I know that does that it was this church that my life was transformed it was this place where I got delivered from all the things that I was doing it was this place maybe not this building come on it's only a building but don't worry about it we got another building I heard come on and there's there's so much room that your family's going to come and get saved but we need you come on the house is going to be packed thousands are going to get saved we're going to experience the same thing that they did in the Pentecost. We're going to see a revival in this place. The full force blessing. Come on. Get excited, church. Come on. I, we, I don't want a quiet church. I want a loud church. Come on. I, I want a church that's saying amen, hallelujah, or praise God, something. I want something to trigger inside of you. I want some change. I don't want you to come just to come to church. I want you to leave here with something, the anointing of God, the Holy Spirit, because of Jesus that I serve. The God that I serve is, is amazing. The God that I serve, come on, he breaks yokes and bondages. The God that I serve does not, uh, come on, play favoritism. Come on, uh, I ain't the only one going to be blessed. You be blessed too, come on. Come on, God is doing something to Jesus that I serve. Who do you say that he is in your life? Are you telling your family about Jesus? Come on. Are you telling them come to church? Come on. Are you telling them something? Are you giving them a word? Are you, are you encouraging them? Are you lifting them? What are you doing as a Christian today? Are you being the light like you're supposed to be? Are you shining and giving God all the glory and all the honor and all the praise? That's the kind of church that we need to be, not only in the building, not only when we come here on Thursdays, not only on Sundays. But everywhere we go, the wherever my foots go, I come on, the anointing of peace of God is with me. Come on. Get excited. Come on, this isn't a dead church. 
Because I know who runs this church. I know who's the man of God of this house. I know who the, the man that shepherds you. So I know that there's power in here. I know that there's some deliverance. I know because I've seen it with my own life. Get excited, church. I'm looking for a church that wants the things of God right now. I'm looking for people who want breakthroughs. We got to fight. It's not going to be easy. That's why it says it's a full force blessing. You got to force this blessing. You got to demand it. You got to start declaring these things. You got to start prophesying these things. You got to start speaking these things to existence now. Come on, the Bible says that we, a man thinks it, so he is. Uh, if you think you're nobody, then you're going to be a nobody. But if you think you're a man of God, uh, God will show you that you are a man of God. If you think you're a loser, then you'll be a loser. But if you think like a winner, what are you? A winner. Come on, I tell you, I fight a winner. My God fights my battles for me. Come on. Sometimes I struggle. Sometimes I, I forget who fights my battles. But I know when God begins to remind me, oh, my God, oh, I, I, I got to repent and I got to say, sorry, Lord, forgive me. But I, I want what you want for me and I want you to do whatever you got to do in my life. Because God is the chief cornerstone, the builder, but he was rejected. Sometimes we'll be, we feel rejected. Come on. If Jesus got rejected, what makes it that you won't get rejected? Come on. Your family won't even like you. Come on. Come on. You start going to church. Your family ain't going to like you. They say you go to church too much. Come on. They say you being brainwashed. I said, well, I need to be brainwashed because the way I used it. Come on. My nickname was Bang Bang. Ain't weren't playing with rocks either. Come on. I was a fool in the world, but I'm a fool for Christ. Come on. I was not knucklehead down and out doing nothing good, but God's done something great. I'm doing some great things. God has opened doors for us. Come on. I tell you, we got blessed with our building. I get to preach and I get to see the ocean. Come on. Come on. God gave me that five years ago. Come on. I experienced the power of God because I know who Jesus is. Do you know who Jesus is? Come on. Do you know who Jesus is? Get excited. Jesus is real. It ain't no pretend thing. It ain't no fake thing. It ain't no, no, all oh, this. No, I'm not telling you. The Jesus that I serve heals. The Jesus that I serve restores. The Jesus I said, he'll give you back a hundred times. What the devil stole, he'll give it right back to you. More and the more. And, come on, it's not about just gifts. Come on, he'll give you something that you never had before. Come on, he'll give you a, 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 a new spirit inside of you. Come on. Some of you are people that couldn't, they couldn't stand you just because who you were. Come on, you were rejected. How many of you rejects are in here? Come on, you know, see, that's how you're thinking. You're not a reject no more. If you're serving the God that I serve, he changed that around. You say, I'm a re, no, I know reject. Come on. I tell you, I look good. I wear glasses to make me look smart. Come on. Come on, I, I, I can't read, I can't write, I can't spell, so what? Come on, but I got Jesus on my side. Come on, I got a God that gives me word. Come on, I said, God, give me a word for the people. And he said, yeah, let us have church. Come on, I want to have church, man. I want to have that experience when I come here that I get filled with something. Not filled with all the junk that I have to deal with throughout the week. I don't want that. I, I want something new. I don't want to leave here what I came with. I want to come 
refreshed and revived. So when I go out these doors, man, the light of God is on my, come on, the Bible says the word of God is the light into my path and the light into my footsteps. So I shouldn't be stepping into darkness because I got the light. The light is in me. The light is in you. Get excited with me. Come on. See, God is the head, the beginning of the foundation. He's our strength. He's the anchor of this building. He's holding everything together. When this church caught on fire, come on. My pastor could have said, I don't want to do this anymore because all the, man, just hearing that report, but he stood and he began to fight and he began to have, get the strength from God. And I seen him. I seen the things that he went through and the challenges he had to go through. And I'm seeing the, the breakthrough coming. He's already, the building's already there. We're just waiting to get in. Come on. And it says it as sanctuary is big, bigger than this. Come on. So when they need you to get Jesus in your lives so that you can start affecting your family and your family will be saved and your family will be worshiping God with you. We need to start adding to the church, not, not, more, not subtracting. Too many people are subtracting from the church. We need to start adding to the church like they were. If we look at Acts 41, it says, Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. That's the church that I want to experience. I want to experience where thousands come. I don't want to just have church just, just to do something. I want to see the experience of the healings. I want to see the, the prophecies that were prophesied. I want to see what God's word said. I want to see it come alive. You know what? I have a sister that's been coming to church. I've been preaching. So the church alive is worth the drive. My sister drives two hours to come to church on Sunday. It's a miracle of God because, man, I couldn't get her to come to the church before. 13 years trying to tell my family they need Jesus and get them to come to church. And all of a sudden, something triggered inside of her. And she began, and now she's been coming faithful on Sundays. Come on, driving two and a half hours. I said, God's not doing something because I got that I serve, he answers prayers. I don't know what God you serve, but the God I serve answers prayers. I don't know the God that you serve. My God that does miracles. We said we're looking for the church to show signs and miracles. Well, look at I'm the miracle. 13 years ago, I was headed for prison. 13 years ago, I was strung out on drugs. Believe it or not, I was sucked up. Believe it or not. Come on. I was skinny. Believe it or not. But reality, that's what it was. My kids were crazy, still crazy. But you know what? Believe it or not, God's going to do something. Our kids got lost, but they wanted the things of God. Believe it or not, my son, he housed me in church today. He housed me with my men's home. The one that I least thought was going to leave me. The one that I thought was going to take off and go out and do what he was going to do. Yes, he did. He ran from the things of God. But I knew who my God was. I knew that I had a God that can do anything, and God brought him back. I have another son that's lost. I told God, close one door. He's already closed one door. And God's going to open, close the other door so he'll have to run home. I already got his clothes at my house. He dropped it off. So I'm just waiting for God to bring him back. 
I'm just waiting because I know that God's going to do it. Because I'm expecting. Because I heard, I know what my God is able to do. My God can do the impossible. I know that my God, if he can add to the church, he can add to my house. Come on. God added to my house. I got a baby boy. Come on. Me and my wife couldn't have kids. We wanted a child. My wife says she didn't want to go through the labor pain. So we got a child either way. We didn't have to do the process and she didn't have to go to the pain. And God blessed her with a little baby boy. He was born one pound. He was a miracle baby. He's now he's about 20 pounds, if that. He's going to be two years old. He's 20 months right now. Miracle. They said he was going to die in his life. Come on. I went there praying, believing, and I began to say, who my God is. My God is before me. Who can be against me? I started laying hands on him, and I started praying, and God began to do miracles. Everything the doctor said, come on, it's not true. Come on. Everything the doctor was telling us, oh, he might die, but I serve a better God and a bigger God, amazinger God that can do anything, and he's done it. I'm telling you, I want to experience the true church that uh, back in the days, in the days of Pentecost, we can have that same revival, that same full force. Blessing. It is the now. It's not tomorrow. It's now that we can experience. We don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for your breakthrough. You don't have to wait for your healing. The only way you're waiting, the reason why you're waiting is because you, you keep doubting. Come on, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Come on. You're like a wave being tossed and fro. I know about the waves because I live by the beach. So I don't want to brag. Come on. I live 15 minutes away from the beach. Come on. God, I should be 15 minutes. I, I, and they, look at the city that I'm in, San Diego. I was in San Diego's prison, the jail right there. How amazing what God can do. God put me in a jail cell that I was at over there and brought me back to the same city to do work in the city. The same freeways I used to smuggle drugs across them and I drive that same freeway to preach the gospel. Come on, what the devil meant for bad, God turns it around for good. That's the God that I serve. Come on, who is your Jesus? Who is the God that you serve? Come on, I serve him, God. I, I can't be double-minded because a double-minded man is unstable on his way and I need to be stable. I know what it is to be uncontrollable. I know what it is so you can't contain. See, I got a word inside of me that, that I can't contain it. I want to preach, so let's have church. I can't have church. I didn't come here to, to, oh, uh, to give you something to oh, uplift you. Come on. I didn't give you, I came here to rebuke you, to correct you, to fix you so you get your act right. I come to tell you that there's hope. There's hope in this city. Come on, ain't just river rats out in this city. Come on. Angel, there's more in here. There's people that are alive in this place. There's people that can be restored in this place. Your family can come back. I, I look at, I, I'm telling you, man, I am here to play no games. I want to be like Peter. Peter was a man. Look in the book Acts, book of Acts, chapter 2, 14. Peter stood up with the 11 because, you know, the, the other one backslid. Come on. But he raised his voice and said to them, men of Judah and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. He told them how it is. He came with boldness. That's why the thousands got saved. Because he was, at first, yes, if you know the story about Peter, he denied Christ. 
He said, no, I would never do that. Come on, you say, I'll never do that. He said, I denied him. He said, not only once, but three times. And he could have, he could have took off and ran. He could have just quit and said, no, 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 I don't, that's it. And like some of us, we go run and hide. We need to stop hiding. We need to stop missing church because church is alive. We need to stop letting the devil win. We have the authority. Didn't it say in verse 19 that he gives us a key to bind things and to begin to call on heaven to be loosened to us so we can receive it? We have the keys. Come on. I know what it is to have the keys. Come on. I got keys in my pocket. It ain't my car, but I got keys in the pocket. Come on. My wife's car. But I got access to it. Because I got in my pocket. Now I could drive out with that car. Because I got the keys. Something about having the keys that you have access is to get into doors, get into things. God wants to give you the key to open something. And some of us, we haven't received it only because of ourselves. It ain't just the devil. It's ourselves that put us, uh, put us like that. It's ourselves that stops us from, see, but we start to speak the word and we start to stand. The Bible says in Timothy 4.2, says to preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. It says, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. I love this, how it says the teaching. Our, our motto here is to reach, teach, and mend to sin. It's because of the teachings that I've received that my life is not the way it used to be. It's because of the teachings that I, I've gotten. See, I've gotten messages through messages. Come on. Come on, you know how you are. Some of you used to play the records law backwards and trying to listen to different messages. Come on. Come on. They look at the movies. They used to play those, those little secret messages and you want popcorn. Come on. You Come on, you're old. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't look old, but I'm, I'm old. My kid's 21. Come on. I don't look like a, my, he looks like my, my son. He looks like my brother. He, he looks older than I do. These messages, the teachings that, that I've heard that over throughout my life that changed me. It was the message and the teaching that, that rebuked me, that corrected me, because I need to, I need a lot of correction. Believe me, I was the worst one. Come on. I wrecked my pastor's cars. I've done a bunch of different things. Come on. I was the one that you least expected that he would use. Come on. But he, I, but he began to teach me. He began to share the word with me. And he, I learned to be ready in and out of season. I learned about, no, I, I'm not, well, wait till my, it's my turn. No, I got ready. So when my turn was coming, I was already ready. I didn't wait. I kept going. I kept pursuing the things of God. When my bless, I didn't wait for my bless. I started to run and keep going and, and waited till my blessing started to catch up. Some of us, we do it backwards. Come on. We want our blessings before we want the breakthrough. Sometimes we got to go through hell. Come on. And it seems like hell, but it ain't hell. But when we, exp- I don't want to experience what hell really is. Come on. We go through a lot of trips. A lot of things happen to us. But 1 Corinthians 1.21 says, For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached 
to save those who believe. See, God's chosen the foolish things to preach. I'm that foolish thing. Come on. I'm the one that said no and never about to nothing. Come on. You ain't no good. You're a no good father. You're a no good this. You're no good that. I heard that all my life. I just said you were a mistake. Come on. My mom didn't know when she was pregnant with me. She didn't even know that she was going to have me. Come on. All of a sudden, she was on the way uh, riding on a motorcycle, they said. And she all of a sudden, she found that she was having labor pain. She didn't know she was pregnant. That was an accident. Come on. So she thought, but God gave her a purpose and gave me a vision and gave me something. But nobody wanted me. Nobody, no one cared. I, I wasn't, had no mom raise me. My mom was a heroin addict. I didn't have no dad. I didn't have nothing. I got a dad now. Come on. I got two daddies. Come on. My pastor's my dad. Come on. He's my pops. I take all the rebukes all the time. It hurts. And then I got the, the, my, the biggest father of all fathers. And he loves me, and he cares about me, and he's giving me something that I've never had before. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have this life. And I wouldn't trade this life right now that I have for nothing. Because the God that I serve is true. I realized it was by his power. It was God's anointing. It was God's anointing that changed me. See, a person will never get saved until he realizes that he's lost. I didn't realize I was lost when I came to things of God. But when I realized I was lost, God found, I found me a different way. I found that there was a different pattern, a different path for me. I, I found out that, that God was going to use someone like me. God was going to do some great things and mighty things. Come on. That's how I'm a certified counselor. Come on. I don't even ever went to school for that. I don't know how to be a counselor. I don't know how to do many things, but you know what? I, I do know how to serve God. I, and I, even though I stumble and I make mistakes, God still reminds me, puts me back on track and teaches me, this is what you need to do. It's by the teachings where I learn. It's by the, by the messages that I receive. It's by the word of God that changed me. See, the, the Bible says in Hebrews, for the word of God is living and active. The word is living. It's not dead. This word is alive. This word can cut you. This word can make you bleed. Come on, some of you don't want to bleed, but I'm here to tell you, you're going to bleed today. I'm going to cut you today. But listen, I'm not just going to cut you and just leave you like that. I'm going to bandage you. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to fix it. We're, going to, we're not doing it to, to do it to, uh, to hurt you. We're just doing it to help you. And we, we, it seems like when, when you're going through that pain, it seems like we're trying to hurt you. But no, we're just trying to help you. I mean, who needs help today? I need help. And it's only God's going to help us. And, but God used men of God to come to your life to inspire you. So you have a doctor, when a doctor comes to do surgery on you, it just doesn't send any doctor to do the surgery. Come on. It takes the one that's qualified. Because if you send anyone or like send someone like me, I'll cut you all the way. I'll pull out whatever. I'll, this don't belong there. So, but they don't send me. They send the real doctor. You just don't go to anywhere unless some of you go to TJ. Come on. And even there, you don't know. Come on. Send your little room. Oh, here you go. All of a sudden. Some of you went over there for braces. Come on. Some of you went for some dental work. Come on. I know. I can't go over there, so that's why I don't go over there. Come on. God had to stop me, prevent me, because, you know, 
I was doing all the wrong, but God turned it around and did something good in me. See, I want you to experience what I experienced. I experienced in the church, I never experienced that word, there was love in the church. I want you to experience what I experienced, that I experienced there was something that could never be done. I couldn't, I didn't want to listen to nobody. I didn't want to hear what anyone had to say. People used to come and try to preach the gospel, and I tell them, get out of my face. I used to push the things of God. I don't want to hear nothing with God because, you know, the life that I lived, I blame God. It was God's fault. No, it wasn't God's fault. God knew what he was doing. I just didn't know what was taking place. But when God showed me, because I was lost, and when God showed me, I became found. It's good when you find something. Come on. It's good when you get to find something. See, I find out who I was. I found out that I'm a man of God, a man of honor, a man of purpose, a man of vision, a man of more than what, what, I can, what my record was saying. See, God changed my record. Come on, God did everything. If God could do it for me, he can do it for you. See, we need the revival that took in place in order for the full force blessing to take place. See, revival will bring out harmony for the full force blessing for you can receive it. Revival will end the strife and the division that is hidden, that hinders the work of Christ within the churches. God is going to bring some revival. We need revival. You need revival inside of you. You need to wake up. You need to wake up and, and know who the God that you serve is power and almighty. You need to know that the God that we serve, he has a purpose. See, revival will put people together in mind, in one mind, in one accord to work together. Like in Nehemiah, when he was building the walls, God began to bring revival so that they can build the walls together. See, we got to begin to work together and experience the, the amazing power of God. When he, God brings things together, he brings them for a purpose. When God does something in your life, he's doing it for a purpose. Even when you're going through a trial, it's for a purpose because the full force blessing is going to come after that trial. See, I want you to receive God's new blessing each and every day. This is the full force blessing. Years ago, when I started ministering and started going out preaching and doing the things that God has called me to do, see, I couldn't see or nothing. And sometimes I couldn't even afford to go places or travel because I didn't have the money. But God always, this year, I'm telling the season that I stepped in, every time I want to go somewhere, God always provided and even gave me more than enough to go wherever God wanted me to go. But I had to trust God. I wanted to see revival, and God showed me revival. We are adding to our churches today. They're, they're multiplying. We, we are taking land. We're taking the cities. We're taking nations. It's not just something that just uh, fly by church. Come on. We're, we're, we're a living church. That's why we're living word. We're alive. We're, we're moving. We're, we're changing lives. People are being restored. That's the church that I want to belong to. What kind of church you want to belong to? I'm tired of being, I don't need nobody to, to, to pamper me. I need someone to, to tell me how it is so that I can get right because I need to hear the truth because the truth will set me free. Come on, the truth will set us free, right? See, they recognized the, the church back then. They recognized that there was a need, that Christ needed to be the center of the church. That's why revival, they experienced. It says we must honor and glorify and uplift God and to experience the power of God. We must remember that, that God, 
This is his church. And when we come, be ready to receive. You should be ready to receive. Some of us, so many of us, we know there's a lot of people that are lost. How many of you know that someone's lost out there? But the earlier church, the way they were filled is because they had the burden for the lost. How many have a burden for the lost? See, I have a burden that I not only want to be saved, but I want my whole household to be saved. And who's in my house? I'll add, I'll add you in my house. Come on. I add my, I, I put my mother, I put my father, I, my, my father died so I can't put him, but I'll put whoever wants to go. I, I want them, the church that we serve. And me and my household, we shall serve the Lord. We don't, we, I don't, I don't hesitate. I, ask my kids, I'll kick them out. They don't want to serve God, got to go. This house, we serve God. If you want to serve God, let's do this. Come on. Let's not pretend that this is real. God's going to do something, and God has continued doing something, and I've seen the Holy Spirit move. I'm telling you, God is going to move when we begin to pray for you today. See, many churches are dying today because they have lost the vision. They have lost the burden. No new life flows in many have been fallen and they become stale and stagnant and dying. They may not be dying all the way, but they're in the process of dying. And we need to change that. And I know this church is not a church that's dying because I see God opening more doors and I see God doing more things and I've seen God moving your lives. See, every problem the early church had they had just one solution, prayer and, tr- and prayer and trusting in God. See, you look at their source of power. It was the Holy Spirit. See, they were not dependent upon their own desires. They shared each, each other's problems in prayer. They seek God, His will in everything. They put aside their pity. They put aside their pity and differences and seeked out the will of God. See, we got to put our own selfishness because we can become selfish. But God wants to change that because when God does something new inside of us, man, when God does something great and God does something amazing, no longer that when you receive in every message that you hear, it will change you. Message should be changing you. The word of God is living and should change you. The church today has become weak. But I'm not saying this church is weak. I'm saying this church in our time of weakness, God will strengthen us. In our time of weakness, in our time of defeat, in our time of things, I didn't come to church for a social thing. I come to church to receive some change. I come to come to the altar to lay all my problems. I come to leave it here and not take it home. I come to confess my sins. I come to, to bear myself and say, God, here I am. Use me, whatever you, it takes. That's the, the kind of person that we need to be. It's to let go and let God. When God does something, man, it's amazing. And when you understand that God has purpose for you, when you understand that, that God wants to use you and God doesn't want to abuse you, you'll find out that man the things of God does not hurt like it seems but it it is amazing 
It seems kind of strange sometimes when you're the only one feeling like you're going through a trial, right? But the scripture says don't make it seem like it's strange, like you're the only one. How many of you ever feel like you're the only one? We, we're, me and my wife, we, our lives, man, we got so many trials taking place, man. There's so much the devil's trying to stop us. But I said, God, I want the anointing of God. I want to come to preach. I want to come to share that God, no matter what, I'm going to serve you. And that's the heart of the church. We Let us have church. This is a church that I'm telling you that your life can be transformed. This is the church where you're at. This is where you're at. And this is where God wants you. God wants to use you. God wants you to feel and start adding. Come on, we need to start telling people about God. We need to start sharing. We need to get that burden for the people to be saved. We need to get that burden. You need to invite someone. Like Pastor Mauricio said, invite someone out. Tell them you're going to take them out to eat. I don't know. Tell them whatever you got to tell them. Come on, get them to come to church, man. We need a church, that, uh, people that are willing to, to not only just be selfish about themselves and, oh, you just got God. No, you got a God that can heal them too. You got a God that can deliver them too. I, I come to bring some oil. I want to pray for some of you today because I know some of you need prayers. We all stand up. This is a church of healing. We, we, we really believe in the five-fold ministry. Come on. I'm not only a pastor, I'm evangelist. I come to shake ground. I kind of shake things up. I kind of steer up the church. Come on, because I know I know I'm having church tonight. I know there's church there's a church that's going to, to change. The church is going to, we're ready to get to receive that full force blessing. Come on. And if you want to receive, come up. And if the word spoke to you, if you need healing, if you've been lost, and, or maybe you don't know God and you want to know Who's that Jesus that you're talking about? You want to experience what I experienced? Well, come up. God wants to touch everyone's life. It's not one person. It's all. And I feel the, the, the anointing of God in this place. The Bible says when two or three are gathered, that he's in the midst. The God that we serve wants to do something new because we got to be ready for when the church new church we enter we got to be ready and we got to be ready ready for what for the more souls that are going to come because thousands are going to come come on brothers don't be afraid the altar's over here don't use the table come closer the God that I serve is going to touch you the earth's altar come close come closer there's an altar right here come close to the altar come Come and get it. There was one day in 2003 that I came to the altar and said, Jesus, if you're real, change me. Because if you don't do it, I'm going to go back to what I used to do. And he said, no, you're not. He said, no, you're not. I'm going to do something new. I'm going to do something that you never expected. I'm going to give you back more than what you ever expected. Come on, I know there's more of you out there. Come on. It's going to take you to push yourself. You got to push yourself. You got to. Because I know everyone ain't fine and everything's going good. 
we're in the season. There's no more going to be no more drought. We're going to be in the season of overflowing. We're having conference after conference after conference. Seeing the church added and added and added and added and more men, more women taking the cities. We're seeing more change. We're seeing more improvement. We're seeing more manifestation. We're seeing more revival. We're seeing more breakthroughs. I'm seeing people that were lost come to Christ. I'm seeing people being restored. Come on, those that are out there, extend your hand. And if you're a minister, I need your help. If you're a pastor here, I need you to help me pray for these people.